welcome to another session of Awaken Your Relationships. I am Julie Murphy and I'm here with Rita Hickman and I am the money chick, but Rita is the relationship chick. And see, we either work things out or we act them out and we act them out through our money, through our health or through our relationships. So this is why we're gonna talk about the relationship piece today. Rita and I have been chatting for about a year now, actually a little over a year now. Can you believe that? Oh my goodness. It's been amazing. And um, what's, changed in, what's changed in your life since we started? Oh my gosh. Where do Because we basically <laughs> give each other coaching once a week. So, I mean, so we get high, high, high level coaching every week. Our lives better have changed. Oh, the my life has changed immensely. You know, um, you know, and not only me, it's a ripple effect, right? Because when you shift vibrationally, every relationship you have in your life also shifts. And it's been fascinating to me. I kept hearing through the years where if you change your inside, then your external world changes. And I think this last year, I've really seen that in volumes. Like it's crazy how true that statement is. And we don't realize, I think that's why naming today about how to release resistance, that if you change what's going on inside of you like resistance, um, then all of a sudden everything around you falls into alignment that actually matches what it is that you wanna create in your life, in your relationship you know, the, the or anything. Was, you know, the problem was for me is I hear all these spiritual truths, right. but I had no idea how to actually apply it to my life. Because right. I was talking, you know, they were talking, you know, up here. Yeah, yeah, it was way up here. There, we couldn't pull it down into the real world. When half the time they weren't doing it themselves. I mean, how many times did you know, you know, <laughs> it's like going to a fat doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Health issues. And they, you know, they scream at their kids and they yell at their dog and they've been divorced three times and yeah, okay. Don't shoot the messenger, but you know, get your act together. So nobody really knew how to apply these deeper wisdoms, right? And um, that's not true anymore. We know how we know how to change how you feel inside without mm -hmm. using drugs, without using you know. Right. Although you can, you know, because there's right. a lot of herbal medicines out there that support this process, but you don't have to keep taking pharmaceuticals in order just to feel normal, right? You know. That's, that doesn't have to happen. You not only can feel normal, we know how to get people to feel normal, but also how to get them to become like a superhero because totally. their body grows, their pineal gland grows, they have better intuition, they can see further into the future, they become more telepathic, they become more psychic. You know, we develop all these superhuman powers when you deal with your, when you deal with your resistance to, you know, whatever's triggering you. Yep. And, you know, and, and for me, resistance, and Reed and I were talking about this beforehand, for me, resistance comes up in the fact that my physical body expands. And it's just like, it goes, and it's like, I haven't changed my eating. I haven't changed my exercise. And, and this expansion and contraction is actually a natural part of life. And we don't actually realize that it is a natural part of life, but, um, it's so true in the fact that we need to just um, recognize going, oh, I must have some resistance going on. I'm expanding. And I can observe that as opposed to like beat myself up 
for, you know, standing on the scale. And literally a week ago, I was five pounds lighter. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how is that even physically possible? I'm working out, I'm eating vegetables, drinking my smoothies. Yeah, but you're missing something really important that most of us miss. We're trapped in this position of, you know, almost like looking up, like, how do I get to where I want to go? And in reality, um, you want to get far enough ahead that you can look back and see where you are. So you're not trapped in where you want to go. Instead, you see where you are and you see how all the other things are affecting you. Mm -hmm. If you're on the path, you know, eating your sandwich, walking the Appalachian Trail or whatever, you don't know what's ahead. You don't know there's a bear. You don't know it rained the other day. You don't know the air pressure just changed. You're just living your life and wondering why suddenly something happened. Right. But in reality, we are we're on a planet being dragged by the sun around a universe every second of every day. There's all these forces impacting us. Right. And have you ever heard of the Schulman in uh, resonance? I have. Yes. So that is, so for those of you who aren't aware of what the Schulman resonance is, by all means, Google it because it shows like, what is the energy forces that are coming from the galactic outer space? And they know how to measure these volumes of energy and forces. And, and if you're having a wacky day, like you're going, man, and you're just not processing and you're like, why am I up against my stuff? And if you check the Schulman residence, it'll show you like that the energy is off the charts that's coming onto the earth from the galactic sun. Like it's really quite fascinating. Like the science behind it is fascinating. So it's like, right, when we can actually like take ourselves out and go, well, why is this really happening? And you can go, oh, so yeah, I just need to breathe through this and go for a walk and move the energy through myself and, and or take a nap because it's too intense or, but right. we're not, we have gone away from being a part of the circadian rhythm of the earth. Like that is the yes. one thing human beings have completely forgot about. And that is yes. like, like you have to really like allow yourself in this flow of, um, you know, it's, it's just been fascinating to me to like, I learned a lot of that when I did the Ayurvedic stuff with Deepak Chopra. And, um, he would always talk about like when the sun rises, wake up with the sun. And when the sun, you know, start winding your day down, when the sun goes down, like that's being part of the rhythm of the earth. I mean, the birds do it, the roosters do it. Like, why do we think we're different? Like, you know, like, but we're not, we're not and different. resistance comes when we don't recognize that something's happening and adjust to it. Right. That's resistance. Exactly. Because if, if you know, for example, I've been doing my, following my astrology for the last year and a half, I put important dates on my calendar. I watch them coming up. I see how they turned out. It's been really neat to see how they align. And when you start to recognize there are these rhythms, there are these patterns, you can do the things that keep you healthy, that help you survive, because now you see the whole map. But what happens is we don't know what's happening, what's happening, what's happening. And then we make up a story <laughs> and we say, this is happening because of you. You made me feel this way. We think it's outside of ourselves. Yeah. When in reality, hey, maybe the air pressure changed. You know, the reason people know when a storm is coming is because when a cold front comes in the air pressure drops has a serious drop 
And when the air pressure drops, you have less pressure on your body. So mm -hmm. less ugh, keeping your right. body contained right. and so your body swells. Yep. And when it swells, that swelling presses on the nerve and tells somebody it's old injury or old knee problem or whatever. Oh, this is achy. A storm must be coming. Yeah. Other people may say, why is my knee achy? You did yep. this to me. This is that old thing that you did. This is your fault or I'm such a loser or I wouldn't be so achy or why am I depressed or anxious? When in reality, the air pressure changed and you probably need to put a wrap on your knee and maybe rehab it. Mm. This is totally. the difference. You go from it being personal, like why isn't it the way I want it to be? It must mean that they don't love me. And it shifts to, oh, this is just the way that the world works. Oh my God, this is the science of it. I better not fight it. Right. If I fight it, it's the universe against me and I'm gonna lose. Yep, yep, that's totally true. And you know what? We have, <laughs> we just think we know better. <laughs> it gets dark and we- Universal intelligence. Yeah, it gets to be night and we say, why is it dark? Why that's is it my fault? Whose fault is it that it's dark? We have, I just continue to think of one of my mentors who just always says, like, we just, our ego minds just really like fight our, like these, these, the, we just fight ourselves. Yeah. Fight reality. Yeah. It's like, why can't we just go, eh, whatever, you know, eh, whatever. But our egos, it's our ego and our personality. I had somebody say to me recently, he said, he goes, well, I like my ego. I know I'm an asshole and I don't really care. And I'm like, okay. I go, but that's the ego. That, that is the resistance. That is, yeah. that's the on some level, you know, differently. Yeah. And the resistance is like, we say these comments that come out of our mouths or we, you know, and, and you know, you and I are no different. You know, those are here listening we are no different. We are human right along with you. We're just, Rita had said, you know, Jewel, I'm just a few steps ahead of you because I've lived the life that you're already living. Like, and so you can see it. And I know that from a financial perspective that I've lived, you know what? I was one of 12 kids. I got out of all the debt that I was in, you know, created during college and, and this ebb and flow and this expansion and contraction process, you know, and, and Rita's done that on the relationship side. And it's like, we, we are fighting for our limitations. And it's exhausting. Right. And we have to let them down. I give people a visual. I say, whenever you feel something and your mind wants to come up with what it means, mm -hmm. you know, the description, literally picture a plug, like an iPhone plug, that square yeah. one that came, literally yeah. picture unplugging it from what's going on. So you're taking the story away from how you feel. And yeah. when you do that, when you say, I'm not going to give this a story, why am I tired? Maybe I need more water. It's not going to be why am I tired because I work too hard and nobody loves me and I have to, you know, take care of everything around here. It's just, oh, I'm tired. What do I want to do about it? Instead right. of I tire, I'm tired and it means that I'm a POS. Right. 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 And this whole piece of judgment, like I always talk about if you want to financially get to where it is that you want to go, you have to release all the blame, shame, guilt, and judgment around it, around it's anything that arises. Your, body's your body has these triggers and it's, we wire it to be addicted to being in pain. Well, and you've taught me 
that we literally have grooves in our brain that the longer we live, the reason we get stuck in our patterns is because those grooves in our brain get deeper and deeper and deeper and longer. And so we have to interrupt those patterns so that we can create new neural, neural, what do you call them? Pathways. Yeah. Pathways. Thank you. <laughs> those things. Um, so that we, we can then create new realities. Um, and I have found, you know, I'm doing a 21 day challenge with people right now, um, which we'll be doing another one in July. So those of you who didn't get it, uh, by all means, I'll look out for it in July. But, um, and, and I was sharing with them in the group that, you know, it's okay to just observe and it's okay to just look at like, like, we don't, we don't have to suffer anymore. Like we get to say, oh, reality is what reality is and it's okay. And, you know, I know when I was um, going through my process and my relationship that um, I was hitting these parts of anger and rage and, and I was like bursting at the seams. I was so resistant. I was bursting at the seams. And what was I resisting? Actually, looking at the reality of the life that I had created because I didn't set healthy boundaries that were true for me. I just kept folding to what somebody else's needs were over my own. And that doesn't make either person right or wrong. It just is. And I really learned this and that was my resistance. And, you know, when I was talking to um, the people in my 21 day challenge, I was saying to them going, sometimes you just have to keep asking yourself the question. Sometimes holding the space for yourself to allow whatever is resisting to come up, you just have to keep asking the question of whatever that is for you, right? So for me, it was anger and rage, which is just deep sadness. And I was like, what am I sad about? What am I sad about? What am I sad about? Because I was trying to open up the resistance and open up what that was. And it was just the fact that I realized I didn't want to be in the marriage I was in anymore. And I was really sad about that because that was not the dream. That was not the dream. You know, I just recently um, pulled out my wedding album. It's been three years since I've been divorced. And I pulled out my wedding album because I decided, I had a friend of mine who actually um, said to me, I said, what did you do with your wedding album? And they said, you know what? I just put it in my kid's closet. I showed him what it was and said, you know what? This is for you now because this is your mom and dad. And these are happy memories for your mom and your dad. And I said, what a healthy way to do that. And so literally I spent last Saturday with my kids and I said, I just wanted to show you guys, here's all the pictures. I had gone through all my pictures of all the happy stuff. Not only the wedding album, I actually went to the next step and I actually took, I went through all the pictures that were and, and the ones that I was just like, you know what, I'm ready to let these go. Like, but I wanted my kids to have memories of happiness before they were born and after that I had with their dad. And, and it was amazing to watch the shift with my kids. And, and so it's like, why resist it any longer? It's like, they are 50% of who their dad is. And so it was beautiful to watch them move through that. And, um, and the box is now in their closet. So anytime they want to go to that happy place, they've got it all. And I've empowered them to do so, you know, and it's like, it's okay for us to, even after trauma and even after, you know, I heard, um, that divorce with kids living in two households is actually the biggest trauma. One of the biggest traumas on earth. 
at this point. And now that I'm living it, I don't disagree with that because I see how hard it is with kids of, you know, two different set, two different beds. Could you imagine your childhood sleeping in two different beds? Two different bedrooms. Right, you have no security. Yeah. You've two got different backpacks, two different, work. like, like, right. how do you keep your schoolwork straight? How do you keep your life straight? How do and you keep your, you? anyways, while you you're trying to figure out how to be human. Mm -hmm. And you have you to know? change personalities with the person that you're with. And I mean, we create little dolls that way that don't know who they are. Right. And so the resistance piece is like just embodying that. And I just decided, I'm like, okay, well, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to, how, how can I support you? As opposed to now, now I can sit and do it from a place of, you know, observing and not, not be in reactivity. I'm proud of you. Oh, you know? thanks. We're Irish <laughs> and we have trauma in our lives, which means that we've had to hide. I know I've had to hide a lot of me. I just had a good conversation with a friend of mine yesterday and she was like, well, I just wanted to check in and make sure you're okay. And I said, why? She says, because you seem kind of edgy. I said, no, that's just part of my personality. I just don't always let those parts out. I don't let the parts that, that understand being molested as a kid mm. or those parts of being dominated and helpless and right. terrified and cornered. Right. You know, I have those experiences. They'll never go away in me. And so I have facets and sides that other people don't have. Right. And I have to be very uh, purposeful and intentional how I let them out because I know they're scary for people mm. and they can right. overwhelm people. Right. But you're taking the courage to be authentic, mm. to take those sides of you that weren't for other people's consumption. And you're starting to put it out there and see that you're not alone and you're loved. And even though you're not the majority of people, you are a very important person with important gifts to share. Well, and, and coming to the place of knowing that all people involved have that. Yes. Right. And yeah. I, you know, one of my biggest things is you may not know the how and how you get there, but it's just about recognize the fact that you want to get there. Yes. And that's your desire yeah. and let the how work its way out. Yeah, because once again, we're in a universe being dragged around by a sun only protected by solar wind. I mean, seriously, you have no control over anything. Except <laughs> but we think we do. That's the funniest part. It gives us, a, I think it gives us a sense of security because when you don't have a connection with God or the divine or something bigger than you, then you have this disconnect. And the way we try to control everything right. is to control everything because we're fearful. But when you put your roots deep, when you start taking that time to get in touch with the rhythms of the earth, with the seasons, with the air pressure, with everything, it's much slower. Right. And when you do that, you don't get scared anymore. Your ego stops trying to control it because now it's not you against the world. It's you in the world together. Right as a team. Well, and it's fascinating me to even watch what the world has been through over the last year and a half. And I just, you know, I flew on airplanes everywhere. I, I, I lived, I, I just, I, I just, and I really believe that what I've gone through over the last five years has really prepped me for that because I've kind of let go of so much of that fear and control 
And so I would just encourage anyone that's watching to like really um, dig deep and, and look at where you're trying to control things in your life. Um, because that just means that your fear is coming up and, and that's more of your resistance to opening up and, um, and just to try to observe that and try to look at that because um, we can create whatever story we want in our minds. We can create like, well, I didn't do this because of X, Y, and Z. And we can always find those. We can always find anything on the internet to support whatever argument you want to make. So it's just about like, you know, staying true to like being able to want to observe that and not be stuck in that, that trauma. You know, I, I had this thing yesterday. I want to share with people this really, I posted this on my Facebook page yesterday and this was from Eckhart Tolle. It says, when you live in complete acceptance of what is, that is the end of all drama in your life. Yes. And it's so freeing. And it's so like, if you just accept the fact that, yeah, we had a pandemic and yeah, in my, my opinion, Chicago is a little too hyperactive and there could be other agendas and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just accepting that, you know what? This is the way Chicago is. And, and then come from an empowered place. Like I chose to not want to sit in the rides and all the lockdown. I flew to Costa Rica. I flew to Arizona. I, I just left it. <laughs> like, why did we feel like we didn't have a choice to just like up and go? You know, people started doing that because they're like, well, I could drive in my car. Like more people have drove to, you know, like it was really funny. Like when I posted that I did a road trip up through uh, the Badlands in South Dakota and I went to Mount Rushmore, people were like, oh my God, we were just there. Going, everyone there were so many people that weren't talking about that they were actually just busting out of jail, but they were busting out. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's yeah. fascinating to me. Like, but, but come from an empowered place. I was trying to explain that to my kids that it's really okay that this is the menu options, but then you choose from that menu and come from an empowered place of how you want to go. Like you could leave the state of Illinois if you don't like how financially it's being run why do you stay? And people are like, well, and I'm like going, you do know you can leave. Like you can leave, but because Most people don't know what to do when they feel that way though, it just gets into that automatic habit. True. I mean, for me, my trauma had so much control over me that even though I knew all these spiritual truths, I couldn't live into them because I didn't have any way to deal with or even notice when things weren't going well. It was only when I said, oh, this is how it works. I need to go for a walk. I need to make a cup of tea. I need to wait until this passes without focusing on whatever obsessive neurotic thing I'm focusing on. I say a prayer a lot anymore. There's a beautiful Hindu prayer and it's um, you who is the source of all power, whose rays illuminate the world, illuminate now my heart so it too can do your work. So whenever I get stressed, I just start monitoring that in my head. And even though it might not make me feel better, it right. might be like, oh yes, now I'm connected with the divine. I may still be grumpy, but right. what it's doing is it's retraining my brain to go into a different thought pattern when I'm stressed and it's unplugging and detaching from the old beliefs that I had around whatever sense I've got, whatever feeling I have. And 
when we realize that our, our brain just makes up a story to explain how we feel. Right. And so instead accept how you feel and then decide what you want to do about it. Then you're able to make progress. Otherwise you say, stop coming up with story after story, after story, after story. When the reality was you haven't been taking enough time for yourself. Well, and here's the funny thing I said to somebody the other day, I said, you know, that's just a story. Like you always talk about that other people make up stories. That's your story that you've attached to. <laughs> and it was so funny to watch the resistance. Yeah. Like that ain't a story. That's reality. I'm like, no, it's just the fact that it's your story. It's the not truth. Story. <laughs> and it's like, okay. like, if we could just like find the humor part of this and yeah. just kind of be like, you know, it's not that serious. Like, let's yeah. just kind of like move through this and it's okay. But it's purposeful. It's okay. You have to purposely say that, you know, because right. the, the chemical addiction and, and the brain chemistry is all like, oh yeah, I want that. I want that goodie. I want to feel bad. I want to be angry. I want to keep going over and over it. You have to say, no, we're not going to do, we're not doing that anymore. That's not who I am. Right. We're, we're nice, loving people who stand up for ourselves and, and tell yeah. the truth. You're but we aren't thinking those grooves in your brain. Yeah. And you can do so it physically, beautiful. essential oils. You can do it taste, good chocolate, talking to a friend. Or, yeah, I have a um, you know, great essential hair. oil blend that's called Letting Go. Mm, and I literally like, it says to put it on, on your third chakra, your mm -hmm. heart chakra, and your sacral chakra. Yeah. So yeah. I'm always using that when I'm having a tough time and not, I mean, I'm in resistance to let go. There's yeah. meditations out there. You know, Kelly Hall is one of my favorites. And, um, and she has this one called letting go. And it's like, just listen to that while you're sleeping. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Your you know? ego, your ego is not what's really going on. You've got a body consciousness you have to take care of. And you do that with the essential oils or with the vitamins or with the mantras. Yep. You know, you're rewiring your yep. physical body instead totally. of ignoring it. Like everybody does, they say the only thing of value are, is this spiritual higher stuff and the body's a lower vibration that we need to ignore. They're equals, they're partners. We have to love our physical selves just as much as we do our emotional selves or other people. Well, in our body intelligence, like, oh, if we could really, like we, we've done so many things with our bodies, whether it's overeating, drinking, smoking, drugs, whatever it is that you're using as your distraction to life, mm -hmm. um, it blocks us from our body yeah. intelligence. It's not so much about the overeating or the alcohol consumption or the smoking. It's more about the fact that you're just blocking your own inner intelligence. Right. You're and, not, so you can't hear yourself. And right. so you keep making bad decisions. They keep you stuck. But when you stop numbing yourself and you get support and love, then you know what to do. You don't feel lost. And we think our brain is this brain. Actually, there's more intelligence in our gut. I know, I know. There are, there, are more, there are more alien cells in our body, like from bacteria and viruses and things, and there are human cells in our body. We're yep. actually more foreign, more not human than we are human. Right. And that's where it's super important for us to start to tune into that body intelligence. Because when you tune into your knowing, like I'll even ask my kids, they're like, well, mom, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what's your knowing? What do you know? What do you know to be true? And then they'll say it. And it's funny. I even have to watch myself as a mom. Like I have to watch myself and go, because I'll want to like edit their knowing. And I'll be like, <laughs> and no, I have to catch myself. I'll be like, 
okay, is that how you feel? And and I say that comment because I'm sitting here going, hold your comments back. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're saying to yourself, I'm like, is that how you really feel? Right, 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 right. I totally get that. That was totally right. You know, I'll be talking to somebody. I'm like, Rita, just shut up. Right, right. Like, don't say anything. Because it gives them the space to tune into their body intelligence and yeah. then go from there. And then you and build the muscle. themselves. Right. 99% of my work is just holding space so people can work it out themselves. Totally. You know? Yeah. We're there to and do. allowing that space. Because, you know, my son the other day, a really small example of this. He was, um, he was just fighting me like the dickens on, it was like 50 degrees outside. I'm like, you have to bring a coat to school or at least a sweatshirt. He's like, nope, not doing it. And I'm like, and I'm just sitting here going, kid, get a coat. It's cold outside. Like you've got boogers running down your nose, like get a coat. And then I sudden, I, I was like, oh, I'm in this old model. And I said, hey, Michael, uh, here's just an idea. I, you know, make whatever decision you want. Seriously, like live and die by your own decisions. He's six. And so I go, why don't you just do me a favor? Can you just go out in the balcony and you know what? Just go outside and stand out there and just see how you feel, you know? And then if you, if you decide you don't want to take anything with you, no problem. Yeah, he has like, to have the consequences. We have knows, to live our consequences and really order to learn our lessons. So true. And then he came in and it was funny to watch him. What he did was, because I was recent, so that was my fear of my kid getting sicker. And then I wanted him to have a coat. Like all you gotta do is see any of those kids that have the hood on and the coat and the gloves and the kids like this miserable, but the mom's super happy because she got over her fears by like wrapping them up like a freaking faucet. Right. right? Yeah. So, so he came out and he said, well, it's chilly, mom, you're right. But only time I'm outside is at recess and I run around so much. The coat actually makes me sweat a lot more. And then I get colder when I'm in the classroom when they tell me to take the coat off because I'm super sweaty because they made me then wear it outside. If I didn't sweat so much and I actually just didn't have anything and I just got hot myself, he went through this whole thing. And I'm like, okay. He goes, really? You're not going to make me take the coat? I go, make your own choice, Mickey. Whatever you want to do. If you like cold enough times, you'll do something different. If you get hot enough times, you'll do something different. And they just have to figure it out for themselves. So, so it's funny how our resistance comes up and you just have to continue to just be like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Okay. When you well, look for you the tells, like you always say, you know, if, if there's something where your brain shorts out and you don't even hear what I'm saying, that's a tell. You know, if you're yelling at somebody and you think if they would just get out of your life, your life would be better. That's a tell. If your stomach's upset or your back hurts, that's another tell. If you're not talking to people in your family because you've gone no contact because you can't handle their drama, that's another right. tell. Right. You know, all of these things, people think that there's going to be a big sign in the sky that says, um, you know, this is a blind spot but it's a blind spot for a reason. So you have right. to look for the cues that say, hey, this might be something I want to look deeper into before it becomes a problem. Before exactly. I'm 80 alone and you know, nobody loves me because you know, whatever, I never dealt with my trauma. Yep, exactly. Oh, it's beautiful stuff. It really is. You know, it's like coming out of the dark into the light. You know, we've lived a lot of our lives 
in, in this place of reacting, especially when you have childhood trauma that's unresolved, you live in this place where you're reacting more often than you're living. Right. And that's so true. That's normal. We think that's our personality or character and there's nothing we can do about it. And that's just not true. You totally can move the needle. You can be right now. Most people are 20% okay, 80% triggered and, and in some sort of. Wow. That's a huge statistic. Yeah. And in some sort of, you know, um, uh, disassociative unconscious state. Okay. Well, that's because, I mean, Dr. Bruce Lipton proved that 97% of the time we're operating from our subconscious mind, not our conscious mind. Yeah. Yeah. So that would make sense that 80% of the time we're triggered. Yeah, exactly. And so we're only supposed to be triggered. We're only supposed to be in fight or flight about 20% of our life when it really matters, you know, when a bus is coming at you sort of thing. Wow. That's, that's the only purpose for fight or flight is to physically protect yourself because you aren't protecting yourself. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. So we can move the needle and you move it a little bit and a little bit, you know, you go, okay, so I'm only good 20% of the time. Let's try for 25% of the time tomorrow and then 30 and then 35 until you become normal. And then after normal, you become who you're supposed to be. Right. Which is with these cool superhuman powers that other people don't have because they're traumatized all the time. Totally true. Mm-hmm. It's neat. Super amazing. I love it. Well, Rita, thank you so much. I, I you know, we have um, really, uh, you know, after this last year, I, I can't thank you enough for just being raw and open and true. And, um, and I'm, I'm hoping that many people continue to come back and we want to hear your questions. We want to hear what you, where are you stumbling? Where are you blocked? Where are you like, we are here to help. And, and let us know, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you have two women who on the financial end and the relationship end, we have done our work. We've worked through it. We're geniuses in these fields. We've got neural connections and understandings because we've been obsessed about it. You've been obsessed about money all your life. I've been obsessed about relationships. I used to read the business section of the newspapers I delivered in sixth grade. Right. <laughs> Exactly. And so we've spent our lives, this is our dharma to figure this stuff out. And if people don't take advantage of working with us, you know, either for free here or one-on-one with coaching or anything that we do, they are, they're shooting themselves in the foot because there's no reason to keep suffering. Even on the smallest things, we think, oh, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. No, those things which are no big deal are are things that are sucking your life out of you. Totally. Mm-hmm. We can solve, you can get on a good path where that stuff just doesn't bother you anymore. And if you're not sure what the next right step is, just do the most self-loving and self-caring thing you possibly yeah. can. Like you always say, whatever makes you giggle. Whatever makes you giggle. <laughs> That's the right next step. If it makes you happy, literally, physically, emotionally, spiritually happy, that is what you are meant to be doing. Yep. Period. Absolutely. Period. End of story. And you don't need to explain it to anybody. You don't need to justify it. You don't need to do anything. It's just about, this is what it is. And, and that's okay. And then you'll watch your life rearrange around that because you shifted it from the inside. Yes. Because you decided you were worth living the best life you could live. And you got tired of giving yourself away to other people who didn't respect Mm -hmm. the fact that you aren't just a puppet for their pleasure. 
right. that you're somebody who has their own rights and feelings and uniqueness. And you start to value that and stand up for it. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It's cool. Well, everybody have a great week and uh, we will talk to you soon. Yeah, I'm going to be in Hawaii next week. So I know that's true. So next week we'll just uh, be doing one of our replays and uh, we will see you guys soon. Oh, you know what? There's one more thing I wanted, wanted oh, to yeah. add. I need to pay rent this month. And so I decided to do a beta test of my seven week coaching program. So I'm doing 50% off for like three or four women. They need to contact me before Saturday. And Beautiful. I know. And so that way they'll get like half off coaching with me for seven weeks. Cause we're trying to beta test and work out any bugs around the supercharged like what a great opportunity guys i would jump on that because rita has helped me immensely mm -hmm. and she can help you too oh yeah fast Beautiful. too that's what's <laughs> excellent okay, all right thanks, thanks. bye everybody bye